On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Our guest, Dr. Joe Heim. Uh, uh, so I'm going to eliminate one of our topics because I'm real curious if it's if you're even able to explain ranked voting. But uh, let me ask you first, what, in your opinion, are the key attributes to uh, a person who will make a good mayor for the city of La Crosse? Well, I, uh, I actually put down a list of these things, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> I'll start off with by ethics. Uh, there's a group in Wisconsin called uh, Leader Ethics Wisconsin, headed by uh, Lee Raj, former head of uh, Western, uh, that establishes four things. I'm just going to throw these out. Honest and truthful leadership. Uh, transparent with public information. A unifier rather than a divider. And somebody who's committed to represent an entire constituency. Those are the ethical uh, foundations. And those are personal characteristics, basically. Additionally, I would think you'd want to look at the life experiences of the individual. Uh, you know, what kind of experiences have they had? Uh, have they had any management? You know, one of the things about mayor and lacrosse, you, can, you have to be a politician, obviously. You have to have some skills at politics, but you also have to manage. The, the mayor of La Crosse basically manages the city, so you've got to have some managerial skills as well. One, uh, one thing that uh, always pops up when you talk about leadership is uh, the, word, the ability to persuade others. I remember years ago reading a book that, saying that, uh, that uh, the leadership requires 90% persuasion, 10% use of power. In other words, if you have to order people what to do, uh, you, uh, you're not going to be winning, basically. You may want to be able to persuade people to, uh, to your own position. So leadership qualities, and I think I heard uh, Vicky earlier today talking about vision. You, know, you, you do want to have a, a leader who has some vision of the future, ability to make good decisions, uh, and basically uh, some kind of an agenda. You know, where are they going to take the city? So those are uh, some of the characteristics that, uh, that the, uh, the public out there should be looking for. I appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Issues, I keep getting, in fact, I already got a number of texts from people that said, hey, she didn't say anything about lowering our taxes. Is any successful politician going to make the platform vote for me and I will lower your taxes? Well, I, I think that's kind of a standard uh, thing. You at least want to maintain things. You know, if you ask uh, uh, Mayor Cabot, uh, he will be He'll say he's very proud of the fact that they've held held the uh, taxes down. They've not increased them very much. So you know the uh, property taxes in La Crosse, as you know, Mike, are higher than the uh, the suburban areas. So one of the issues you have to focus on is whether or not you can hold down taxes. And and, and by the way, uh, one of the qualities there for means you've got to be able to deal with budgets and numbers. You know you've got to be able to read a budget and and uh, understand what that stuff all means. You know the the uh, the city basically uh, has, I think, the salary. By the way, the mayor is about seventy-seven thousand. So we're paying this person uh, to do a pretty uh, heavy-duty job. You're, you have employees about fourteen hundred. So you've uh, you've got quite a job there. Basically, you've got to have the skills to be able to do that. Tomorrow is going to be a crazy weather day. So maybe on Friday we can talk a little more about ranked voting really do i understand it correctly you wouldn't go to the polls and vote for your favorite you'd go to the polls and vote for your top five or four yep. whatever pick a number yeah that's one of the uh, one of the reforms there's a, a group in wisconsin by the way that is promoting this and i believe there's been legislation proposed dealing with uh you know you're essentially ranking people it allows for uh, more candidates and uh if your your number one candidate doesn't make it, maybe your two number two candidate does. It gives an idea of you know, who is a little bit more popular 
um, and not just number one or number two. Well, and, and that's, uh, anyway, it's pretty complicated. Well, and I understand that. Uh, as, in fact, uh, I hear that uh, New Hampshire and Iowa are uh, concerned about efforts to uh, to have other states vote sooner than them, in particular the Democrats, because their guy finished fifth in uh, in voting in a state, and they only want the top guys to end up being uh, uh, candidate potentials. Otherwise, we have a whole bunch of people across the country saying, yay, my fifth choice is now the president. I'm so proud. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, the, uh, the if this type of thing was done in Iowa, for example, uh, would give you a better idea who has got broader experience. In other words, who, who can attract more people? The Democrats have been accused of being a little bit radical on one end of the scale there. But, uh, you know, a guy like uh, Biden, considered moderate, he didn't do real well in, in uh, Iowa, didn't do particularly well in New Hampshire, but he did well in other areas. So the, uh, there's some argument amongst the Democrats that, uh, that their lineup of uh, New Hampshire, Iowa, and then I think South Carolina are not very representative of the, uh, the country as a whole. And that's, uh, that's one of the criticisms of the way they do the primaries. Yeah, and I, I get it. Democrats want to, they want the first bunch of states that vote for a president to be Democrat states so they can say, see, everybody wants our guy. Why are we even having this election? Uh, Dr. Joe Heim, time is short. Uh, I appreciate you spending time this morning. I'll call you later. Maybe we can work something out for Friday. I appreciate uh, you talking with me this morning.